0: This is the DTV Digest, the podcast that brings you news and reviews of films which didn't make it to the cinema. And now, here's your host, Mike Parkin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the DTV Digest. I'm your host, Mike Parkin, and joining me tonight is Stephen Lockridge. Hello. On tonight's show, we've got three main reviews, kicking off with Shattered, Uh, then we've got The Return and Rhino. Uh, Our short shot this week is called We Are Not Safe Here, and our DTV throwback is The Crossbreed. So without further ado, let's crack on. Our first review then is Shattered. A rich divorcee called Chris falls in love with a mysterious woman called Sky, who becomes his live-in helper when he is attacked and injured during a carjacking gone wrong. However, it isn't long before Chris starts to suspect something is not quite right with his new girlfriend, especially when her previous roommate turns up dead. Um, We're back back in very familiar territory here, Steve. It's the old um, person incapacitated and stuck within a single location, which we've reviewed a few times now. So we had um, See For Me, which was very good. Uh, yeah. Wired Shut, which was very similar to this as well. Um, recently, we've done films like um, Held, also set in a single location. And uh, The Boy Behind the Door uh, was another one. Similar mm. sort of thing. You know, it, it's all this you know, large house with people sort of stalking each other inside. Um, how did you get on with it, though? Um... <sighs> It was
1: okay, Um, not too bad. I mean, it's it's kind of like, you know, like you said, we've seen it a million times before. Um, But there's quite a few decent twists in in it. Um, The John Malkovich character was a bit out of nowhere, really, and just kind of there for pumping off measures, you know, as is. Um, but I did like the twist with the, um, you know, ex-wife turning mm-hmm. up and what the actual plan was and what they were after. Mm-hmm. And nice to see Frank Grillo turn up as well. Um, yep. Always good to see him. And
2: it, it, it's
1: it's a bit generic, you know, like these things kind of are. Um, but like I say couple of nice little twists in it and all in all not not too bad it was okay it's enjoyable
0: yeah i agree it's it, it's a quite you know it's a very polished film the location's great you mm. know this guy's sort of big you know almost like a ski lodge kind of place isn't it you know so sort of, yeah given its location um it, it's another one of these ones with all the electronic locks that can be controlled from a single location um, yeah. as well uh, but yeah I, I thought it mapped out things quite nicely um, it revealed you know at least part of its hand quite early which, which I was quite surprised at you know I thought it was going to be more sort of, sort of is she isn't she yeah. kind of thing but it, it just you know it just gets to a certain point and go in. oh yeah yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the bad guy here You know, yeah. more, more yeah. or less you know it, it doesn't sort of mess around and, and then it's sort of more to do with sort of his plight more than anything else um,
1: yeah but I like you know on. like you say you've got more than just her if you know what I mean you know you've got a different mm. different yeah, angle yeah. on it in that in that kind of sense it's not just one person it's, it's not just in like the hand, hand that rocks the
0: cradle kind of situation yeah. Like, yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: definitely yeah.
0: and it's, it's not afraid to get a bit gory at times as well you know so mm there's an electric drill that gets used to yeah quite, quite <laughs> nicely. And, and and you know as you say the um you know his sort of ex-wife turning up as well added an extra <clears throat> amount of peril because he could almost imagine him just you know this mm. this is the sort of guy who would probably just out of sheer spite just not give up any information you know yeah He'll, yeah so sort of just it wouldn't give him the you know the satisfaction, but yeah, you know, adding that extra sort of element of peril just you know sort of makes him a bit more sort of proactive of in, in his situation. There's not, there's not really a lot more we could say about this. Um, I, I did like John Malkovich's character in it. Um, it's, yeah. it's interesting when you see actors like that. You know, it's, it's like Richard Dreyfuss. You know, turning up in films, and and you know, almost the two, the two actors could be interchangeable at this point, yeah. really,
1: in, well, in, in their careers. One... Again, one thing that surprised me is that he's actually an executive producer mm. producer on it as well, which I no. thought was, you know, maybe strange. I don't know. He seems to be doing quite a lot of these, mm. you know, DTV stuff at the minute. And what was the one um, in the supermarket?
0: Oh yeah, the oh,
1: I, I forgot, forgot
0: what, what it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one with um, um, it's a is it Tate Diggs, I saw it. Was it Taye yeah. Diggs or was it Um, it's the guy from ah. The Fast and Furious films. Yeah, I thought Yeah, I thought it was him. That's not,
1: that's not Tate Diggs, no. Oh, it's the other guy.
0: Me, this is, we're going to we're gonna have to edit this, mate. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know, I know. <laughs> uh, hang on,
0: Fast and Furious. Uh, Tyrese Gibson.
1: Nah, that's the one.
0: Yeah. That's the one. Tyrese Gibson
1: is the guy you think of.
0: Anyway, no worries. Um, but yeah, it was—you was, know—you're right. He's, he's in the sort of similar sort of thing again there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this is um, pretty solid. Uh, directed by a guy called Luis Preto. Just murders name, Spanish act, a Spanish director. Uh, he also did the Halle Berry film um, Kidnapped. Uh, but yeah I I think this is a solid entry in that sort of genre you know um, you can see what's going to happen really to a certain degree but um,
1: yeah I mean the only it's just very well made the only bit that got me Hmm. was (sighs) she kills someone who's helping her out if you know what I mean Hmm. that bit kind of threw me that came out of nowhere yeah. Me. Um. But apart from that, I, yeah, yeah, it's straightforward. You know what's coming, but mm. a couple of nice little tweaks on on, on the genre on the, on the on the format, and yeah, yeah it was okay. It's, it's it's
0: pleasing on the eye. It doesn't you know it's not boring at all. Um. Mm. But it is sitting in a genre we've seen a lot of recently. That's that's, yeah. that's the only reason, sort of downside I can see of this. Um. On on that note, how are you going to score it? I'll uh, give it a seven. Yeah, I think it is. It's a solid seven, definitely. Two sevens for Shattered. Go check it out. Our next review is The Return. When his father dies, Roger returns to his childhood home to attend the funeral, alongside his girlfriend Beth and best friend Jordan. However, whilst going through his parents' things, he starts to unlock memories, which have been suppressed for over a decade, leading him to believe there is a supernatural presence in the house. Um, I was all ready to dismiss this from its opening scene. The, the prologue of the beginning is absolute wank. <laughs> it, um, it, it's horribly edited and it showcases Exactly the sort of non-scary CGI monster effects which I despise, you know the the sort of like the wispy ghost sort, you know, um, yeah, sort of fog monster kind of thing, you know. And I thought, oh god, this is going to be a chore to sit through. But then I actually engaged with the three leads. I thought they were act- the actors were really good. Um, mm. The script was actually pretty decent. The banter between them sort of worked. And it it kind of skipped over certain bits. There was a bit where they sort of, um, they went to a gas station and I was like, because I knew nothing about the film going into it, I should say, you know, so I was expecting something to happen at the gas station, but no, it just carried on, you know. Um, And eventually, even though I still hated the, some of the special effects, um, this fits into another genre we've covered where Sort of horror and hard science sort of crossover with each other. Yeah. Um, and and I, I really dug it. I, I really did like it after a while. Um, you know, even the flashbacks started to make sense as part of the story. So, yeah. And, yeah, you know, and especially when this sort of skinned version turns up,
2: um,
0: yeah. you know, I was thinking all right, okay, this is, you know, it's almost like Hellraiser at this point now, um, which, is, which is really, really interesting. Um, how do you get on with this one?
1: I don't think I got on quite as much as you. I mean, I did enjoy it. and hmm. um, Like I say, I thought the three leads were great, the banter was great, and it just kind of lost me a little bit near the end, hmm. to be honest with you. When, I, when, when you find out what exactly is happening, and what's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. That's when it kind of threw me a little bit. I kind of lost it slightly with it then. Um, you know, kind of like that, the one where we're driving around Then, next minute she's got, a, she's got a time machine hidden in, in that room, do you remember? Mm. It, you know, it kind of just came out of nowhere to me. But the way they explained it and it did kind of work, but I just don't like That kind of
2: meshing
1: Mm -mm. genres, if you know what I mean, like hover and and this, you know, it doesn't. Sometimes it does it it okay, but sometimes I I don't really don't like it. This one did it okay. Um, I did the main guy. um, I, I was racking my brain what we'd seen him in before. Oh yeah, and. I couldn't find it on IMDb. I was looking for ages, just couldn't mm. find it. And he was in—he was in that Puppet Killer, weren't he? It oh me.
2: right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I knew, I knew, I'd seen him in something, and because to be fair, it's—it's it's, it was made about a couple of years ago. Remember, 2020. Mm. so yeah. it took a while coming over here. Um, but well, I think if people, you know, watch it and just go with it. Um, I think a lot of people will get some decent enjoyment out of it. To be fair,
0: yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I really did like this in the end. I, thought, you know, I thought um, the characters worked, the story did work. You know, it, it, you have to let it sort of breathe a little bit to sort of, mm. uh, you know, um, to understand where it's coming from. And you know, as much as I hate the fog monster effect, I, I yeah. really, I really like the other version. Yeah, you know yeah. Um, the, the Debbie version, and, and that bit especially when um, you have the flashback with the psychiatrist who's like talking to yeah his, his yeah. younger sister, and she's explaining who Debbie is and what you know. Yeah, that, that bit I thought was um, very good indeed. So yeah, I, I'm I'm totally on board with this one, uh, even even with my misgivings about the um the, the opening scene. And, you know, so, so some films grab you right from the beginning. This one very almost turned me off, but I'm glad I stuck with it. Um, and I thought it was very satisfying overall. Uh, and on that note, I'm giving this another seven out of ten. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, I'll give it a seven.
0: Awesome. Okay, another two sevens for the return. Go check it out. Our next review is Rhino. Following a tour in Afghanistan in the 1990s, a young man returns to his home in Ukraine and runs into trouble with some local thugs and has to join another criminal gang in order to get himself out of bother. Now nicknamed Rhino, he slowly carves a name for himself among the other street thugs. Okay. First thing to note Steve is this is a ukraine film which is yep. very interesting uh, set during the 90s sort not long after um you know the fall of the berlin wall and destruction or, or the sort of, um the abandonment of the ussr as a concept mm. um finding their own sort of sovereignty as it is um and my god what a mess of a country this place was back yeah. then um it, it, this sort of kind of plays out a bit like, um, you know, it's the Ukraine version of Goodfellas, basically, but with the violence turned up to 11. It's like it's like every yeah. character is Joe Pesci, basically. Um, you know, our main character, Rhino is a fucking thug. Um, he really is. He's not someone mm. you can call, call a hero. You know, he's not the hero of the story at all. He he's just, just happens to be the protagonist. Um, yeah. He he does some pretty nasty things along with his mates, and some nasty things happen to him. Um, it's very well made. The opening sequence, which sort of goes through his sort of formative years, uh, you know, getting into fights as a kid, growing up with his his older brother, you know, and his sister, uh, and just the way the camera sort of segues mm. from one scene to the next is sort of you know is very seamless. I thought that was really well done. Then it sort of settles down when he comes back from uh, Afghanistan. Um, but he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, yeah. Every, the, yeah. The whole thing could have, you know, his whole life could have been completely different, except for one stupid bloody um, mm. decision, of, you know, because he's such a hard-headed idiot. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's an interesting film with some good scenes, but it's a slog because yeah. it is just so pessimistic and bleak. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm gathering you, you're, you're on the same page as me with this one, Steve.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, it, 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 it's grim. It's, there's no whiteness in the film whatsoever, really. Mm. It, like you say, the beginning bit, it's well done, but
2: To me, it didn't really add
1: anything to the film. No, not really. You know, I
0: suppose what it's saying is that he had, you know, he had a normal upbringing. You know, it's not, it's not like Criminal Minds or something where you can pinpoint the exact moment he became a sadistic bastard. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. There was was nothing
0: in his childhood really that sort of would suggest that that's how he was going to turn out. Really,
1: it was a tough, tough childhood. You know, not. You know, he's 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 not got everything he wants or anything like that. Okay. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. He is he is a dick. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. You, you you don't feel any.
0: There's no sympathy you for feel... him at all. No, it, not, it, no. You know, even even when he's getting his yeah. feet nailed to the <laughs> to the floor.
1: It's like, yeah, oh,
0: yeah, you brought this on yourself, mate. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know. It, it, there's no sympathy. I didn't feel any connection. I mean, I know a lot of people mm. like this kind of gang warfare type.
0: It's it's very sort of like you know it's it's like the British sort of hooligan movies, isn't it? You know, it's, it's, it's a film yeah, in a way, yeah, those.
1: yeah, yeah, that kind of style. But it it's just too fucking grim. It was not boring, but just nothing mm. exceptional apart from that opening. Five ten minute montage or whatever, and then after that it's just, just,
2: yeah,
1: oh, it's a slog. It is a slog, you know. It's not. It's not it's like something work, like, you put it that way.
0: It's just no. It's, it's it reminds me of some of the sort of modern Italian stuff as well, like like Gamora. You know, mm. it, it, it's that sort of mon, it's the mundanity of the sort of criminal life. You know, you, these guys aren't any better off than anyone else, you know, really. No. Uh, you know, they, they, they haven't. They, it's not like Goodfellas in the way that, you know, they got the money and everything, they got the glitzy cars. You know, there's nothing here. There's no, there's no real money for, yeah. for them to sort of grab, grab hold of. They, they're no. just being violent dicks, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and like, especially, you know, like the guys who are with him, just thought knobs as well. There's no, there's no redeeming characters in the whole thing, and I think that's the issue with it.
2: Yeah,
1: I think even the, only the one...
0: cops, isn't it? Is it even the? Because, because there's a scene where he gets pulled into like the um, police station, and mm. and the guys. And I wasn't sure where that was going exactly. It was, it was a case of him just shaking him down, saying, you, "You need to pay us money now," you know. Yeah. Or, or was he sort of suggesting that he become a um a snitch? You know, yeah. either way, he's you know he's he's not he's not happy about this situation. The the only sort of funny bit I found was was after he's you know there's one bit where he ends up in hospital, and, and the doctors sort of go mm. to the police is sort of going well don't you think you should put a, a guard on the door or something? So like, no why you go well oh, you know people try to kid him they might like try and come back. Go, oh, I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Although
0: it was quite amusing.
1: Hayes does a job, you know. The-
2: Hmm, yeah,
1: exactly. yeah. It's, I I wouldn't recommend it to be fair to most it's,
0: people, but it's going to find its audience. That's yeah. for sure. Well, you know, hopefully it will, and and hopefully, or, or rather, the you know the audience is aimed at are the ones that probably don't read subtitles, mm. you know? <laughs> Or or yeah, don't watch yeah. or don't watch foreign films. So you know, I, I'll, I'll maybe bark up the wrong tree. Who knows. But um yeah, it will find its audience, I'm sure. But it's not for me. And from the sounds of it, it's not quite for you. And on that note, how are you gonna score it?
1: I'll give it a five.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'll give it a six overall, because again, you know, it's it's well made, it's it's technically put well put together. Um, you know, the lead actor I don't think he was really acting much. You know, he's incredibly stoic. You know, shows no emotion at all mm. at any stage in the film. Um, it, it's, it's, you know, it's almost like it's Ivan Drago kind of thing, and it? yeah, it's, it's, it's like you might as well have had Dolph Lundgren playing it. It had more range. But um, you know, if you if you like that sort of violent gangster kind of thing, check it out for sure. Uh, Not for us. Uh, We're giving it a five and a six. Our short shot this week is we are not safe here. Three friends out camping become engrossed in a scary story and soon can't tell the difference between reality and fantasy. Um, I really like this. (laughs) um I, I could certainly see myself being in that situation <laughs> <laughs> definitely um so we've got three three friends sitting around a campfire one of them starts telling a ghost story about what's it called the mimisa or mim- Mimisa um, m- mimica yeah mimica um let's go with that um yeah. some, some mythical creature who can mimic any sort of voice or any sound to try and trick people into you know heading its way um, they, they manage to sort of, you know, scare one of their friends half to death uh, with a, a Bluetooth speaker and then settle down for the night. One of them gets up to go to the loo, doesn't come back for an hour, and then there's something outside the tent. But is it yeah. their friend or is it something else? Um, and it's, I, I like this because it is quite meta, you know, they, they have a bit of a discussion about well how how could you be so stupid not to you know how could it be so stupid to fall for such a silly trick in the first place yeah. it, you know and they sort of talk about well, well what I would do is ask him personal questions that only he would know you know not things like that yeah um and then they find themselves in, in that exact situation and and you know it is very convincing in that you just don't know is it is it the friends sort of mucking around or is it something else? You're kind of leaning towards it being something else, but at the same time, it could just be a ah, surprise. It's just me, you know, and, and right up until the last minute, you're not entirely sure what's going on.
1: No. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this, to be fair. I thought it was absolutely cracking. There's a, at least two or three big jump scares mm. that actually work for once, you know, um, first one I absolutely shit myself <laughs> <laughs> um but, but, like you're saying, it does very meta, but it plays on it really well, and it's one of them that that you know that leaves you guessing right until the last second, you know, and it does build the tension in that, and it takes a Tiny bit to get going, you know. You, they're all sat around the campfire, and then you finally get like you know the, the story, the ghost story, or whatever. Mm. And then from then on, it just slowly builds the tension up and just plays it really, really well. Um, thought it's well shot. To be fair, you, you've got each one and two locations outside mm. and inside the tent, and that's it. Yeah,
2: but exactly. it's
1: all it's all it needs, you know, it really, I just thought this was really, really impressive, really did like this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, this is directed by a guy called Chris Cox, and the sound effects were done using something called Artlist, which um, yeah. gets, gets a plug right at the beginning of the film, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I think they did a brilliant job with the sound effects, because because a lot of it is, you know, based on based on just the sound, you know, what what you can hear, yeah. what, what you start imagining is, is, um, is outside the tent. Um, mm. Yeah, it works very, very
1: well indeed.
2: Yeah, really.
1: Especially, like, normally, horror shorts, I'm not a big fan of the... It's normally just, like, one little jump or something like that. But mm. this, this one, I was really, really impressed with this one. Really good. Yeah,
2: it, it
0: works really, really well. Um, So that is we are not safe here, Um, we will put a link to this in the footnotes below. I believe also they've got um, Chris Cox has got some other films um, on here, uh, something called Sweet Dreams, which I'm sure that uh, we'll we'll probably be checking out in the near future. Um, But that is uh, we are not safe here. Go check it out in the footnotes. Our DTV throwback this week is Crossbreed. In the near future, the president of the new United States of America hires a team of military veterans to retrieve an alien bioweapon from a top secret research facility orbiting the earth. Um, I need to make an apology right off the bat, because this isn't the film I thought it was when when I chose it. Um, I was actually thinking of another film called The Hybrid. Which unfortunately okay. isn't available at the moment. Um, but as soon as it does become available, I, I would like us to cover that one. So, so I, and I knew as soon as I start, hit play, I was like, "Oh no, this isn't this is the wrong film. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the film I meant for us to cover this week." So, um, so apologies uh, that you had to sit through this very bizarre, <laughs> low budget a, alien clone thing. Um, so there are a couple of names in here, uh, which are quite interesting. We've got Daniel Baldwin um, yeah. as this sort of like president, presidential aide, and we've got Vivica A. Fox as the president, um, and also a guy called Stink Fisher as what our a main name. character, yep. uh, as uh, Riker, who's running this bar basically and gets pulled in for one last job. Um, I thought he was actually pretty decent overall, yeah, yeah. especially his his opening scene when you know when he's sort of sorting out some some drunken idiots at his bar on the moon. I thought he was pretty decent. You know, um, he's got a pretty de- pretty long um, IMDb sort of you know filmography, so you get getting lots of work, which is good. Mm. So so I I, I enjoyed him. Um, this is some good establishing special effects going on as well yeah uh, we've also got we've also got Vernon Wells it sort of turns up for an extended yeah. campaign, which was
1: interesting which is, yeah I was quite surprised at that mm. to be fair. The, the, the problem
0: is the you know the, the middle section of the film which is people creeping around corridors for, for mm. a lot of it and then arguing with each, with each other and having to wear I don't know. It's like, it's like
1: um almost well, like pipe cleaners, don't it? You know, silvery <laughs> pipe cleaners on the face.
0: It's it's, it's pipe pipe cleaners and, and sort of like those weird sort of sticky note things.
2: Yeah. It, 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 yeah. And well, you know
0: I, I don't know if that was meant to have been an effect, you know, that they were gonna enhance that with CGI. But they never got either didn't have the budget no, for it, it or thought, something. Well. But yeah, I don't know. But um Overall, this isn't terrible. It's not great for any, you know, but I it was horrible. I thought it
1: was I thought it was fun to be honest. Hmm. It's one of them that kind of knew exactly what it was and didn't shy away from the fact. And I mean there's one bit, is it is it was it called degenerate? Hmm. So and the when, long one. Yeah. I'm yeah. like I, I'm sat there, as soon as I thought, he looks like Guile out of Street Fighter 2, but then they <laughs> yeah. bring that up, they actually bring it up, you know, it's like, yeah, Sonic Boom and stuff like that, so yeah. I'm like, okay, Tong is, mm-hmm. Tong is really in cheek in this one, and, yeah, I mean, it is, it's, they're basically just creeping around on, it, it looks like a boat, to be fair, like, you know, mm-hmm. a, a warship or something like that, or, but, I thought the banter between them was actually quite funny. You know, it yeah. worked quite well, and even you know the rookie newbie stepping up and you know showing his worth to become part of the team. I thought that worked <laughs> well, and and it, it it even is, even the end.
0: You know, the, 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 mm. you know even the final scene because normally you'd be expecting some sort of huge double cross or something, but you know actually it's like no. It, actually got
1: paid <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah 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 i mean i was thing. kind of it yeah but I um, mean, said that they did still get get stuffed a bit true yeah. because he did say he gave him 20 million but uh, oh well it doesn't matter we'll mm. just give you 10 <laughs> you know so yeah but, yeah it was just a bit of fun i mean compare it to that um one we watched the other week in in the Arctic, it's you know it's kind of the same. Oh yeah, yeah. Same mm-hmm. vein as that, but a hell of a lot better. You know. That, oh yeah, that, absolutely.
2: Yeah.
1: That was dog shite, That one. It, that I was terrible. But this.
2: This is Yeah, it, it's yeah. a bit of fun. Um, the
0: yeah, the woman playing the crossbreed is a woman called Devani Pin who. Again, you know, she she has got a, a decent sized IMDb filmography, and and it's a name I'm familiar with, but you know, I couldn't quite sort of pin down where I've heard it before. But, mm. but I've definitely, sort of, it's it's a name I've definitely come across in in various films. She's she's in Hollow Point. It's on, um, the one that sort of jumped out uh, when I was having a look a minute ago. But yeah, yeah, this is um, it's not terrible. As I said, it is is a bit of fun. Um, you know you, you do need to sort of overlook a little bit. Um, well, that's that's interesting. So, uh, Brandon Slagle is the director of this. Um, mm-hmm. he also did Attack of the Unknown, which we covered a while back. Um, it's part of the main show. Oh, that
1: was the Richard Greco one, wasn't it? Yeah, the Richard Greco one, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. that was terrible. I liked it. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I like cool. that one. That was awful. It's how, yeah, yeah, Tyler Reed turned up about two seconds in, mm. in Victorian Claws or something. Weird line. <laughs> yeah, I hated yeah. that. <laughs> Seemed worse,
0: so that's fine. Well, yeah. yeah, anyway, um, this is okay. It's on 3 um, V, which is uh, what used to be IMDb TV. Um, and it was relatively decent. So but yeah. it's just not the film I wanted to cover, <laughs> which is annoying. I yeah. have uh, got, got a confused similar name hybrid cross crossbreed. There you go. Um, okay, and that is the end of this week's show. So we don't score the um, the throwbacks, but we do recommend you check them out. Uh, so thanks to Steve for joining me on this uh, rather brief episode tonight. <laughs> We're definitely missing uh, Richard's input. Um, but uh, he'll be back on the next show, which will be our 200th episode. Uh, So Mm. make sure you tune in for that. Uh, So thanks for Steve for joining me tonight. No problems. And check out our films that we're covering, um, especially uh, The Return. I really did like that one. Um, Other than that, thank you for listening. Tune in next time.